0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to That 80s Child, the Generation Y, and my name is Gabrielle. Today, we're going to talk about Saturday morning cartoons, or kids' TV shows from when we were little and all the way up to now. What I used to watch was things like Transformers, Thundercats, Inspector Gadget, The Snorks, the Smurfs, Looney Tunes, Garfield, Garfield and Friends, Heathcliff, and Gem and the Holograms. As I got a little bit older, my brother was born in 1989, so we ended up starting to watch things like Ninja Turtles, Gummy Bears, Muppet Babies, The World of Richard Scary, SpongeBob in the 1999. I still watch SpongeBob. Tiny Toon Adventures, Rugrats, Are You Afraid of the Dark, Was was in the uh, early 90s. I watched that. And then I kind of veered off of watching some cartoons and then when my son was born a new generation um happened when he when i was pregnant with him and i was in the doctor's office waiting to be seen they always had kid shows on and the one that was on most of the time was dora the explorer and i'm thinking to myself while i was sitting there i was like i guess this is what i'm gonna have to start watching now with You know, when my son was born, or obviously not right away, but whatever was out at the time. So when he was old enough to start watching TV and we would watch TV together, we would still watch Spongebob. And Spongebob was one of his favorite TV shows until he just fell out of love with it. He doesn't really like it very much now. Like I said, I still watch it. He would also watch um, Go Diego Go. The Wild Kratts, which was actually pretty cool because I learned a lot of stuff off of that because they would tell you all different things about the animals and insects and how how they survived, where they lived. Um, you also have the Octonauts, which is all based in the ocean. That was also really cool. And I th- my son is actually still remembers quite a bit of the fish that they named in that show. So definitely worth the watch on those. Uh, Backyardigans, which was all all singing all the time. <laughs> Max and Ruby, which you always questioned, where are their parents? And then, um, oh my God, I can't remember the one that was cu- with the um, the hamster, not the hamster, guinea pig, the duck, and the turtle. Well, anyway, that's one one of the ones that he watched as well. Majority of the ones that he watched when he was younger were educational. Maybe not so much SpongeBob. I found it educational. I found it very funny. But like, go Diego, go. You were learning Spanish. You were also learning uh, having friendship and, you know, having the family dynamic. Then you had Wild Kratts. You're learning about animals on uh, different areas of the world. The uh, Octonauts, all the ocean life. Backyardigans just creativity Your, uh, you're using your imagination and also music. They had like little Einsteins would do um, the music as well and also Team Umizoomi was actually pretty cool because that was all like science and math based. I should probably watch more of that on my own. Um, Max and Ruby, I don't necessarily know what you would learn off of that. Um, because Max was always a pain in the butt and was always getting into trouble. And again, where are their parents? And, um, wonder pets. That's what it was called. Wonder pets. The, that was, you were learning about all the different like animals again, what they did, how you, you know, just being nice to your, your fellow man and, uh, woman and all that. And, it was it was there were some episodes I, I actually enjoyed watching all of the shows with with my son. I, I'm, I'm very big on like cartoons and it was just like it was calming. I don't know why, but when like he would watch it and I would watch it with him and it was just a relaxing time and I just it just felt nice. Um, but if you look at the difference between the things that my son watched Versus what I watched. Now, Gem and the Holograms, they always had, like, a theme at the end. uh, What you should and shouldn't do. And they would have, like, a a moral to the story. Um, Transformers, kind of the same thing. Thundercats, again, there was a moral to what was going on. Inspector Gadget, I just found it hilarious. I... I have not watched the Snorks a lot recently. I've seen blips of them, but I don't have them. I, I have uh, Gem the Holograms I have. I have some Transformers, Thundercats I have. Um, and the Smurfs, I liked watching the Smurfs, and that was supposed to be about, like, working together and good over evil. Didn't watch that as much as, like, the other shows Um, I was big on Garfield. Garfield was my, was my jam, (laughs) is still my jam. I watch all of the specials, especially the Christmas special and the Halloween special. I have all of them and they're just a consistent thing that I, I will still sit there and watch Babes and Bullets was the greatest. Um, Then there's Heathcliff. I forgot about that one. Heathcliff and Looney Tunes. I still watch Looney Tunes. I know that Some of the Looney Tunes uh, baseline, I know that they have, like, warnings on them now. Like, I know Disney will post warnings on even the the Muppet show. Because, you know, of the time, things were different. I get it. I I just think that... Yes, okay, if you want to have a sit down and talk with, with your child about why this isn't good anymore... But I still don't think you should take away from the shows that were out there and that are still great and still classics. <clears throat> but you can see the difference in how, like, there was a moral to the story, but it was mainly for entertainment and for um, just getting your attention and just wanting to sit down and, and have some fun. And the shows that, like, my son had to grow up with, um, even though I did get him to watch a lot of these These other old shows of mine, even *Gem the Hologram*, um, a lot of his were, okay. How can we teach this kid something while he's sitting in front of the, in front of the television? Rather than, there was still adventure. There was still a lot of colors. There was still a lot of music, and there was still uh, an adventure to be had. But it was a lot more based upon what we could teach this these kids if they're going to be sitting and watching at least to be educational and i'm not saying that's a bad thing but i think there should be a good mix between the two hence the reason why i would watch spongebob because you need to have some you know like some crazy zany joking like ridiculousness mixed in with the educational and morals to the story um it can't be like all good all the time because unfortunately that is not what life is like. Not that I'm thinking that that cartoon should be teaching our children that, but it it's just reality, unfortunately. So having some some craziness happen and having some things that could go wrong. Which in some of them, like the Wonder Pets, there was always like an animal in trouble that they had to like go and help them and things of that. And the Max Ruby did show you how a pesky little brother could be and then how to like maybe make it better in the end. But again, that's not always reality either. Sometimes it doesn't always end good. And um, you, you have to like they have to understand that the kids need to understand that. Maybe not at three or four years old. But, you know, as they get older, like, you know, the, you know this isn't always going to be peaches and cream. But as I was sitting going through the list of these shows and like what I wanted to talk about. And then the shows that I would have my son watch. And I know a lot of things. There are different shows even now that are out. Um, I know, like, I used to watch Cartoon Network and obviously Nickelodeon. And the, Dis- the Disney Channel. And um, Cartoon Network, I would watch, these would be later. I would watch um, Ren and Stimpy. I'd watch, um, oh my god. They also had Toonami. That's how I found Yu Yu Hakusho. I mean, I'm gonna, I think I should do a whole other section for anime. I'm very much into that. And there was a lot of stuff in the 80s and the 90s that started a lot of stuff. And um, like Sailor Moon and stuff like that. I, I cannot wait to talk about that. Another good thing. Um, my son hates, hates anime. And it, it saddens me. <laughs> but I can't I can't force it onto him. What I have forced onto him is the Monkeys show that I have all on VHS. And I also have on, on DVD. But he actually enjoys that. So check it out watch it with your kids they're awesome <laughs> um but for like in the 90s i would i would still watch cartoons i would watch johnny bravo and i would watch like i said run and stimpy are you well are you afraid of the dark it was always are you afraid of the dark and then right after it was um i mean run and stimpy and then are you afraid of the dark run and stimpy can be a little gross like if you watch it now and you're like i can't believe i watched this this is quite nasty but i would also watch Jimmy Neutron, I would watch Fairly Odd Parents, iCarly. I know they just came out with a uh, with a reboot of the series. Well, not a reboot. I guess a continuation. And uh, I would watch. I would watch Victorious. Um, mainly just because I would leave it on. <laughs> and um, Lab Rats. My son loved Lab Rats and Hal Sparks. Awesome dude. Super funny, great show. And uh, there was like a bunch of other shows. Like he my son will watch now. He watches all of the cartoon versions of the Marvel series, so Iron Man, Spider Man, and and so on and so forth. So like this, he still watches a lot of the things now and cartoons in general. But um, I don't really know what they have on. Cartoon Network anymore nowadays because I actually don't have normal television. I just have any streaming service. I have uh, Netflix, Hulu, uh, Peacock, and Discovery Plus. I probably have more and I just don't remember them all. So I'm thinking to myself, oh, I'm going to save money and not have cable television. And I feel like I'm spending more money on every single service that's out there. Um, I also have BritBox. But that's because I love British television, so I probably should get rid of that. <laughs> but anyhow, I tried to uh, get my son to watch more of, like, like Tiny Toon Adventures was one of my favorite shows, and one of my favorite games, even on, like, the Game Boy and the Nintendo, and I really I really enjoyed all of that, and I, th- I love their humor. That's, like, the, uh, the Animaniacs, and then you have... Uh, pinky and the brain it's just they're all just awesome things that just stick with you for the, for your life you know but sometimes they don't translate now and showing a teenager be like hey oh my god you got to watch this kid's show from t- 30 years ago <laughs> it doesn't necessarily translate very well and it doesn't seem appealing to a kid that's less like okay mom i've got some youtube to watch i'm too old for this Um, But moving on from just the shows, I've noticed now that because of, like I said in my other uh, episodes, nostalgic things, especially for people of the late 80s and growing up in the 90s, are coming back around. I know, like, the fashion, I've seen the platform sneakers, scrunchies are back out, have been back out. The uh, high-waisted pants and, like, the baggy pants, rather than it being skinny pants, I mean, it's always, it's, it's forever changing. However, I do see like the 90s fashion trend coming back around. That being said, they're also redoing a lot of shows, movies that we grew up with and in hopes of playing on that nostalgic feeling and getting us to spend money or to spend our time to watch said shows. So I know that they redid Garfield and this was a little while ago, not the movies, but they actually have the show. And instead of it being your basic uh, comic strip looking Garfield, it's it's three dimensional CGI Garfield. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. Sometimes that works in, in certain things like Jimmy Neutron was in three dimensional CGI and I love but that was an original show. It wasn't based off of something else. Garfield was a comic strip first and you have to if you love Garfield, you love the comic strip. So when you watch Garfield and you see it in this weird environment that's just more than two dimensional, it's just like it's just odd. It feels odd, it doesn't feel real and it just doesn't really translate for me. And besides that, whoever is voicing it, I know they're trying very very hard to sound like Lorenzo Music who voiced Garfield as well as Peter Venkman on the Ghostbusters cartoon. He has since he's has been pa- has passed away uh, a while ago. Therefore it's not his voice anymore. And I feel as though that Garfield Garfield and Friends all of his specials, the cartoon strip leave it. Just leave it the way it is. Let us enjoy the nostalgic things of it. Watch rewatching the old shows and then just leave it at that there's no need for you to redo it same goes for Rugrats I loved Rugrats when I was younger I loved the movies I also loved the Wild Thornberrys and I loved the movie and Paul Simon did the song for the Wild Thornberrys and Tim Curry was the voice of Nigel Thornberry how can you go wrong <laughs> I'm glad they're not redoing that at the moment who knows but the rugrats they just redid and that's again three-dimensional three uh, cgi again i'm not i'm not opposed to that but there was a reason why that show was good at the time i'm not saying it doesn't translate i just think you should just leave it where where it was same with like hey arnold with doug it was just great for that time you do not need to redo it. And I, I get a sense that a lot of these shows, I know that they're trying to gauge it towards uh, um, millennials who are have kids now and they maybe want to be like, oh my God, this is like the same stuff I used to watch. You should watch it too. But I just think you should just have them watch the original. There's no reason why they need to redo it. How about you just come out with some new things? Use some, some creativity and come out with some new ideas. Instead of reusing the same ideas that I've dealt with when I was younger. There's no need to redo these shows. And I believe... Oh, they also have a new Looney Tunes, I noticed. Because I was looking up to watch the old Looney Tunes. And they have this newer version where it's obviously watered down. Because you cannot have the same antics and the same jokes... Now, because of culture and changes of the time there's there's reasons for it I get it therefore just don't make it the reason why Looney Tunes was great then is because that's what it was like in that time leave it where it is there's no need to to bring it forward just let alone last but not least I want to discuss and I know anybody who knows me, I've said my piece about it when it came out. But Gem in the Holograms, the movie. I don't think there's a word in the English dictionary that can express how much I loathe that movie. That show was the epitome of the 80s. That was my childhood, like my, like I was six years old and I was, you know, right at the end of the 80s and that was my, um, that was my cartoon. That was, that was my people. (laughs) And although I was super excited about the show or the movie, excuse me, when they were teasing it because they had, they had like the silhouetted faces of the the characters of the actresses who were going to play the characters, and they had the original like you know, uh, lightning look of the of their makeup and the hair, and I'm like, this is going to be awesome! I cannot wait. Fast forward to when you actually have a a trailer of the movie, and it turns out. It's just a person who is in a YouTube video that you cannot see so that she's like hiding herself because, you know, she's she doesn't want people to know about like her abilities. And then she gets famous. Like goes viral. I understand that today's world is about social media and how would someone get so popular and maybe music industries are not as big as they were in the 80s and as strong as they were in the 80s. But if you are, if you are advertising towards the people who grew up with Gem and the Holograms, then you could have just left it the way exactly it was and we would have understood. And I think you should have tapped into the original singer who voiced and sung for Gem. And Jerrica. And I think you should have not had synergy so poorly represented in the, sh- in the movie. Now, I get everything's like with uh, the whole gender bending thing. Uh, Erica was Eric in the, sh- in, the tel- in the television cartoon. It was Eric. It was a guy. In the movie, it was a woman that I didn't care too much I didn't care about that part of it like you could easily just have changed some certain things but what happened to Starlight House what happened to all of the other things that you know like there was just so much that you could have gotten there was so much content that you could have used and you didn't and I mean no disrespect to the actresses but no just no It was horrible. So bad. And I'm so glad that it got crap reviews because it deserved more crap reviews than it even got. And I still feel very strongly about this. I have, I just, if you're going to do such a beloved show that people know and love and they just, you can't mess it up that badly. You just can't. And get and try and get away with it like no just just let's pretend it never happened and maybe we can redo it maybe if I become famous off of this podcast <laughs> or I, I publish a book and I get like very popular and have a lot of money I am going to redo that damn show and I'm gonna do it well <laughs> but I I uh, I don't know how you feel about the movie. If you haven't seen it, don't. If you have seen it, I'm sorry. And if you liked it, I don't know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> That's the truth. So, after that little bit of a rant. Um, so, kids television shows. They were awesome when we were little. And I think we should have a little bit more of like those types of shows out now mixed and mingled with the educational shows that my son was grazed on because some of them were awesome like I said Octonauts I loved Wild Kratts, again loved it and um you know just keep Spongebob Spongebob's been out for like a very long time I remember 1999 I remember when it was advertised to first come out I was out in the living room and I'm like, and they're like, new television show, Spongebob, Squarepants. And they were like, the trailer was running all the time. And it was the same time when Eiffel 65 was coming out. with, They came out with their, their Blue Dabba uh video. And that was played constantly on Nickelodeon. Loved it. Still do. And uh, Spongebob trailer was on there, too. And I was just like, I'm watching that. And I did. And I do. There's also uh, the the under years that is out now. I actually st- actually watched two episodes of that. It's not too bad, but I I prefer the original. But it's it is still funny. So I suggest you check it out. Um if you haven't seen any of the original shows, uh like um Thundercats or Inspector Gadget or Snorks and Heathcliff I mean, if you if you grew up around the same time as I did, you you know them. But if not, definitely check them out. They they might seem a little dated, but they're still awesome. They're still worth the watch. And also the monkeys. I know that is beyond our time, but the monkeys television show actually came out had been re released in the eighties, and I did watch them on. It was on MTV, I think they replayed them, and uh, I remembered watching them. So when I was in. I think I was f- 13 years old for my birthday. I asked my mom if she could get me them for my birthday. and she got me a Columbia House uh, subscription. So we would, and that was like I think the only time we ever paid the bill for Columbia House is because you usually could get all these CDs galore for one cent and never pay that one cent. But yeah, we got I have every single one. I think I'm missing one VHS tape. But regardless, I have them on DVD as well. Definitely should check them out. So technically, I guess you can classify that as like within the 80s because they were replayed because they did a uh, resurgence back in the 80s. They did a a, um, a reunion tour back then. I actually have a poster. The reason why I know all of this is because I'm a big fan of the Monkees. My first ever concert was the Monkees. So I told you I I might be an 80s child, but... I, I, I love a lot of stuff from the 60s, too. Simon and Paul Simon's my favorite songwriter, so Simon and Garfunkel love them. So um, I can definitely go beyond the 80s if needed. But I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'm sorry for my little rant about Gem and the Holograms, but seriously, horrible movie. And I hope you will check out my other, seri- my other episodes in this series. I'm not entirely sure whether or not I'm going to be doing a series, or just going to be a consistent flow of episodes. I'm not entirely. Sh- this is new to me, so I'm not entirely sure how I'm going to do it. But in the interim, here they are, and I hope you enjoy this one. And I hope you uh, subscribe or sign up w- through my website to let you know when I have uploaded any more podcasts, or also posted more to my blog. Please check it out. It's GabrielleCataldi.com. And I also have my podcast on there and it will be on Spotify, if not already. And uh, please tell other people that you think might enjoy this. And like I said, I will be having other people and guests on. Um, so it's not just me that you're listening to all the time. I'm not entirely sure who I'm going to get on. I know that I'm going to have my son just to get a, like, a little bit of a uh, his side of the story of things and having to grow up with an 80s mother. <laughs> and a millennial as their mom and uh, going into um possibly getting my mom to talk about it, uh stuff as well because she loves to talk just like myself and uh, i hope you enjoy and i hope you will want to listen to more so this is gabrielle cataldi and i'm s- and we are listening to that 80s child the generation y signing off